0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Arsenal, and yes, we're back with your daily Arsenal Agenda show, your daily show from 10am Monday to Friday, and I'm joined by Umar on this wonderful but nervy match day where Arsenal can step up their pursuit for Champions League football next season. Umar, how are you feeling?
1: We were just talking off air, like, it's going to be a nervy game, like, it's going to be a whole range of emotions, I think, going through prior to kick-off and during the match and post-game. But it's a game we have to win. I've seen um, a lot of fans on social media, they're nervous, as expected. But I've seen fans also saying that Newcastle will wipe the floor with us, which I disagree, because it's going to be an atmospheric um, like ground, St. James's Park, the final home game of the season. They'll want to be proving something as well for next season. But we need to win. all all the priority is on us to win to win the game so we've got something riding on this game and we can dissect the result post game if if it doesn't go the way we want it to if we don't get the win that we need we can we can look at that game and look at the whole season after that we can assess but for right now we've got back the boys we have to keep the faith and we have to believe that we can do it. And I think we can do it. I think we've got to go there and have that mentality that everyone is against us, the media, Gary Neville, everyone is against us. And go in that go with that mentality and prove that we belong in the Champions League. Because we've we've had such a good season, and it would be a shame to waste it right now and just start feeling sorry for ourselves after that North London derby defeat. Because that's history. That's, that's, to be fair, I've forgotten about that. It's still in our hands. Like, I can ask you a question right now, Bailey. If someone said to you, uh, after those three defeats, at the start of the season, that we'd be in a position to begin getting Champions League football with two games to go and it will be in our hands, what would you say? You'd love it.
0: Absolutely. I'll take it. i would bite your hand off. i would be like, no, this is a dream you're selling me right now because it can't be true. Yeah. The way we started the season, but... I think Arteta mentioned it as well. He mentioned it in a in an interview where he said that not getting top four now would be a disappointment because simply it is in our hands and losing that from this position will be disappointing because we we have the squad we should be beating Newcastle, we should be beating Everton, and the, and the Tottenham defeat of course was also disappointing. Do you think this really does hamper the season now, considering the position we're in, if we don't get top four? It will it would be
1: deflating. I've got to be realistic. Like, it would be de- deflating. But once you assess, I think emotions are like, when the result happens straight away, you're going to be upset. Mm-hmm. You're going to be having so many emotions. You're going to be thinking where well, it went wrong. Why did this happen? What could I have done? Imagine won one of those games during that run against Southampton Palace and Brighton. It's going to be a whole range of emotions. But I think I'm not thinking about that. I'll be honest, I'm just mm-hmm. thinking that we go to St. James's Park today. This is our cup final for me. I think Everton on Sunday is a game that we should be winning because Everton have a big game on Thursday. And I think they will beat Crystal Palace, to be honest. I think they lost yesterday because the emotions got the better of them with the red cards. But I think this Thursday they got another opportunity to ensure their Premier League safety. So for me, it's do or die today. We have to beat Newcastle. If we can beat Newcastle, we're in poor position. But that's what Arté has to be saying to them. This is your cup final, boys. Just have that mentality. You've played such a good season. 36, 37 games, just finish it off. Just get get us back into the Champions League and just show what you're capable of doing. And I think they will. I think it's going to be a nervy game. Hopefully Ben White and Gabriel can make it. So that would be a major plus, but I've just got a feeling that we're going to sneak it. It's going to be one of those games, nervy, tense, but I think Arsenal will nick it. So maybe I'm being optimistic, but you have to back the boys. So I think we'll do it.
0: Absolutely, I hope you're right. You are hopeful. I don't share the same optimism, but I am. There is a, a part of me where it says we can do it. There is a part of yeah. me where it says we can do it. But again, I've mentioned last week that. Newcastle away at St James Park on a Monday night, their last home game of the season. We saw how it went for West Ham yeah. with Manchester City when it's your last home game of the season. You usually you tend to play better because, of course, you want to bow, bow out in a good way. So it will not be easy. And, of course, Newcastle will be knocking on the door next year, so it's a great chance for them to say, hello, look, we're going to give you a little bit of a taste of what's to come next season, and you're going to be challenging with us. So there could really be really could be a point of uh, bragging rights for Newcastle to say, yeah, we stopped you again top four. Next year, we're going like, to come above you in the top four race. But we shall see. It is a tough game. But Umar, Jeffrey Moser in the comment section does agree with you with about the importance of the Newcastle game. As he says, it's a do or die game since we lost to Tottenham. And now they are two points ahead of us. Mark Thompson says, I am hopeful for a win. I really want a win, but I have a little nervousness in the back of my head that will capitulate tonight. And Newcastle will come away... With the three points, Afsar underscore Gunner says, Newcastle is a very good team. Their midfield is strong and their forward is better than ours. Wilson over Eddie any day. And just moving on to the next topic, Umar, talking about forwards and it seems that Arsenal are about to make their first summer transfer signing. Of course, it's not a big name, but it is a player from Brazil named Marquinhos from Sao Paulo. Now he's going to join for around £3 million, Umar. He'll join in the pre-season tour, and then Arteta will assess if he goes
1: out on loan or if he stays and fights for a place. What's your thoughts on this signing, quickly, Uma? It's it's a low-risk signing, I think. Um, for three million pounds, you can't complain. There's been a lot of praise for the player, um, in Brazil, um, Sao Paulo. A lot of journalists have praised him a lot, and we've taken advantage of a loophole in his contract. And I like the fact that we're exploring the Brazilian market we got gabriel martinelli um we've had interest in the past with palmeres is danilo um the midfielder so we're exploring that market which is good so maybe the signing won't be a signing that he'll come straight into the team this summer maybe he'll come for the preseason tour in uh, america and we'll assess it from there but it's a signing like if it works great fantastic we've got a play on our hands but if he goes on loan and Mikel I thinks he, he doesn't have the right credentials to be a first-team player for Arsenal, we can sell him for a profit. So it's, it's a low-risk deal for me. I think it's not going to really impact our transfer plans for what we want in terms of attacking players. Gabriel Jesus, the links are intensifying. I think that could be possible and I think that will be done. So I think that's just a signing like it's, it's similar to what we've done in the past we've like we've bought players in who sometimes can make an impact but can also go on loan have spells out on loan and then we can assess them a year on so i think this is going to be similar but a lot of people have complimented them a lot of people have likened them to the likes of vinicius um so it's a low risk signing for me if it works it works great it's fabulous. If it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. So, I'm happy with it because it's not going to really affect our transfer plans moving forward.
0: Absolutely. You've seen what happened with Gabriel Martinelli. Yeah. £6 million on a Brazilian fourth, fourth division from Etuano, I believe. And look how that turned down. Now, God knows how much he would be worth now. i say you're upwards of £15 So, it can work out or it can go the other way. You think of uh, Takumi Asano, of course, came into the squad but didn't play a game. It could go that way. But again, Arsenal still made some profit. So, So it really is a win-win situation. I don't think you can lose from that. He does look a promising player. And, you know, wingers from Brazil, they tend to have that flair about them. So let's hope Marquinhos has that and he does succeed in an Arsenal shirt. Because Arsenal need a right-sided midfielder to, to battle Saka. I think Saka, at times, he looks burnt out towards the end of the season. It was last season and the season before that. He's also looks tired due to the pressure he has on him and the responsibility. So it will be good to sometimes give him a little bit of a rest and bring someone in from the right-hand side. Of course, Pepe could be leaving the club. It looks like he'll be leaving the club anyway because, yeah, his recent performances have suggested that. But we shall see. And Uma, But with Gabriel Jesus, now uh, Fabrizio Romano quoted that City are demanding between 55 and 60 million euros. That means 50 million pounds in in, in British currency in, in sterling. So... It's 50 million pound worth it because he only has one year left on his contract should Arsenal be paying that much for Gabriel Jesus
1: it depends it's it's a good question because it depends who's interested in Jesus as well and you don't want to be in a position where come the come this summer we're waiting for Gabriel Jesus to get him on a free but we, we someone else pulls the trigger because then you'll be regretting that I think so for me we've it's not my money so they if if they like Jesus and if they think he's the right striker for Arsenal moving forwards, put the money on the table. Whether it's 50 million, because I think Gabriel Jesus yesterday I thought his performance against West Ham was fantastic. I thought he was really really good. So if he's the target that Mikel Arteta wants, if he's the target that Mikel Arteta has told the Cronkite ownership that this is the player I want, give him a striker. Give let's not let's not dilly dally and wait for next summer so in the in the hope that he will be a free agent because we could be regretting that. So put the money on the table. I think 50 million for a player like Jesus is worth it. He's done it at the highest level in the Champions League. He's done it at the highest level for Manchester City in the Premier League. And I think he's he's coming to his peak to say I think he could improve further because I think right now at Manchester City he's been a player Who's been in and out of the team, he's sometimes been put on the right hand side, he's sometimes been played or up front, but sometimes he's not been in the team at all. Sometimes he's been on the bench. So I think if he comes to Arsenal, I think he can blow because I think he's the type of player that has all the credentials, has all the ability in the world. It's just about giving that giving him that platform. And I think he could be a real success at Arsenal. So it's not my money. So yeah, put the money on the table and let's get Hazard to the Emirates. Oh
0: Let's get JJ's to the Emirates, meanwhile claims. Let's see. I, I'm Yeah, his performance yesterday really did impress me. I think that was a real strike's performance. Even his work rate, his his unselfishness in the team, I think it shows he would work at Arsenal as a number nine. I would, I would like to see him. Just the 50 million does feel, me, does feel a bit like that's a bit too much for someone who has a year left in his contract. But as you said, if you've identified that player, you need to get him screaming whatever it takes to be honest but guys make sure to leave your questions in the comment section because we will come we'll answer them towards the end of the show be sure of that but you know the final segment of the show is William Saliba now of course yesterday uh he got voted uh young player young league one player of the season league sorry player of the season and we were those current defensive troubles how does that make you feel positive or like oh damn I wish we had him in the squad right now
1: no, nah, no, nah, positive, hundred um, percent. I think this loan spell has done wonders for uh, William. I think it's a testament to his ability, it's a testament to his determination, his dedication to go out on loan and prove himself. Because I think this year he's become a man. I think during his spell at Marseille, he's he's come leaps and bounds and he's improved way beyond his years. And I think that's gonna help improve him as a player for many years to come. Hopefully, Mikel Arteta and the Arsenal board have assessed that because I like the fact that during this season he's just played his football. Prior to when he was in his other loan spells, he was talking a lot in the media. But this year, during Marseille, during the Europa Conference League, you got to remember he got Marseille to the semis, which is no free achievement. It's a very big achievement, and he's helped Marseille challenge at the highest level in Ligue 1. So. But he's just played his football. And that's what you need. You need just... Mikel is not stupid, I hope, anyway, because he'll be seeing William Saliba's performances this season and he'll be impressed because if you can't be impressed by that, then I'm sorry. It's ridiculous because he is a player, I'm telling you, baby, he is a player that we have a player on our hands as a defender. In my eyes, I think he's better than Gabriel. I think he's better than Ben White. I think he has much more potential as well. When I look at him, when I watch him play, it just reminds me of Virgil van Dijk. I don't know. It's the calm of, calmness of his defending, the way he can play out with the ball. And you got to remember he's a baby. He's still a baby in terms of defensive years. But look how strong he is. Look at Look at his mentality. And I think for Arsenal... We've got a defender on our hands, and come next season, hopefully when we're in the Champions League, fingers crossed, we could have Ben White, Gabriel, and William Saliba. And honestly, when you look at the teams in and around Europe, who who who, who could you say has a better defensive numbers than that? Not that many. So hopefully William Saliba has proved himself, because I think he has hopefully he wants to come back because obviously you need to assess that but I do think he wants to come back and I do think he wants to play for Arsenal but hopefully Mikel Arteta wants him as well because I just I don't I don't like hearing the stuff about the mentality aspect his personality because I think he's a winner and I've always seen on Instagram as well he's always Showing his appreciation for his teammates, his Arsenal teammates, always commenting on their pictures, always liking uh, the posts that Arsenal uh, upload. So it shows that he's still supporting from afar. So for me, bring William Saliba back this summer, and then he will show you what he's capable of doing because I think he's been fantastic this year for Marseille.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think letting Saliba go next season will be one of Arteta's biggest mistake. Yeah, the mistakes as Arsenal manager. I think he's shown he's ready. Uh, He's already capped for the champions of the world, the World Cup champions in France. As you said, hmm. league young player this season. I honestly think he's got a higher ceiling than White and Gabriel. Yeah. I think he's, from Marseille's performances this season, he has shown he, has, he is better. But of course, he needs to do that in the Premier League, which is notoriously more difficult. But as you said, he's got the Van Dyke element to him. And I think it would elevate, elevate the Arsenal defence. And we see what Liverpool do, how they rotate with Canate, Matip, and, and, and Van Dyke. Arsenal can do the same with Ben Wyatt, Saliba and, and Gabriel and really create good competition there and it, mm. and it elevates the performances. I don't think Canati would be as good as he is if he didn't have Mati constantly uh, knocking on the door and switching yeah. with him. So it does help. And I think Arsenal really do need to bring back William Saliba, especially when you consider that at the moment we have three central defenders in the squad and one of those is Rob Holding, which can't run after. we saw what happened with, yeah. in the North London derby. If we want to progress, we're going to need better backup in the centre of defence. The centre of defence is a very very important position, but we shall see. But before we do end the show, we're going to touch on just a couple of questions. Dan Hand asks, provided we could still sign the same players as if we made the UCL, would it be more beneficial to actually play in the Europa League due to our young squad? That said, I still want
1: top four. It's, it's a difficult one. I think I think the summer plans, I think they're in place already to be honest, whether we get Champions League or not. You can see the rumours going in and and around social media. I think that the targets are there. You'll have Matt Turner coming in um, to be the number two. I think Bern Leno will um, depart. Then you've got Marquinhos coming in as a player for the future. The links are intensifying for Aaron Hickey. Reports over the weekend have been saying that uh, Bologna's CEO met with Edu during the North London Mm -hmm. derby. So those links are intensifying and that's a deal that I can potentially see happening. Then you've got Gabriel Jesus for the striking role. And then the midfield, there's still links to Yuri Tillemans and Ruben Neves. So I think as Edu reiterated a few weeks ago, they have their plans for the transfer window. And for me... I think Europa League, I think it could be a detriment in terms of our performance with the league as well, because I think right now these players, they've been targeting Champions League for the past few months. The opportunity has opened now for this Arsenal team. The opportunity was there and it's open. Maybe at the start of the season they were focusing on Europa League and it would be a successful season for this team. But when an opportunity strikes, you need to take it with both hands. And I think for me, for the Arsenal players, I think it would be a disappointment. Maybe they won't say it outright, but look at what Mikarte has been saying in his press conferences over the weekend. He doesn't want fifth place. He doesn't want to be in the Europa League. It wouldn't be a successful season. And I like that because Arsenal belong in the Champions League. A big club like Arsenal shouldn't be playing in the Europa League. Players like Saka, Martinelli, and Smith-Rowe, their potential will increase vast amounts if they're playing in the Champions League. I'm telling you, next season, they'll be fearless, even more fearless than they have been this season. So for me, Europa League... Nah, I'm not even thinking about Europa League, I'll be honest. It's Champions League for me, and um, yeah, um, yeah, let's just do that.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I'll answer this final question to show you. Benny Sturkamp... Ask what do you guys think of Pepe getting a new agent? Surely that means he's off. Yeah, I agree with you. I think yeah. the right has been on the wall for Nicola Pepe in the last few months. I think he hasn't played, and that shows why. And I think that's if it's best for both parties if, if we split ways. I think um, of course, reports have been saying he's been moved linked to a new to Sevilla. That could that could that could marinate, so we should see how that goes. But I think yeah the Nicolas Pepe tenure at Arsenal is definitely, definitely over. It also explains why we have been linked to so many winners as well because we all, we all need to strengthen that department but we shall see what happens with that. We are going to end the show there go though guys but Uma, before I do go, before we do go, sorry, your score prediction for tonight?
1: It's going to be nervy, Bailey. I'm going to be behind my sofa but I think we're going to do it. I think, yeah, like I said, they need to win. They need to win and that's what That's why he's Mikartel will be telling them in the dressing room. So I think we're going to nick it 2-1 to the Arsenal. 2-1 to the Arsenal.
0: I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go 2-1 to the Arsenal too. We have to be optimistic. We have to get the win. Come on, you gunners. We shall see though. Guys, we are going to end the show there. So thank you very much for tuning in. If you've liked the video, make sure to give it a like, subscribe to the channel and most importantly, make sure you keep following us down the Arsenal way.